0: You're listening to Getting Ahead with me, Adam Stewart. This week is my 10th episode, and so I'm creating a highlight reel of some of my favourite answers and topics discussed from the previous nine guests. Hope you like it. Hi hey everyone, thanks for listening into this week's episode of Getting Ahead. As you will have just heard, this week is a little bit different. It's my 10th episode, and so I want to look back over the nine previous guests I've had on the show, and pick out some of my favourite answers, some of my favourite topics and questions that have been on the previous shows. The two topics I want to look at this week are sport and university. They've been discussed by numerous guests with different points of view. Starting off straight away, jumping in with sport, and we're going right back to the beginning with my first ever guest, Fraser Williams. And I'm asking him about how he thinks sport has helped him in his current startup. The first post that we co-wrote together um so i think okay. the title of it was how to use sport to get closer to your life goals um and this was one of the first things that we spoke about when we first met up and as i say it was our uh, the first post i i put on my uh, my website co-written with you and um, we spoke about the importance of almost being able to build up the mental strength understanding who you are how you respond in different situations um and at that time for us it was it was about sport and, and that's what had brought us to trying these different things. Even now are you are you finding that the things you learned because it was taekwondo that you used to do as a junior, um yeah. are you finding lessons you learned from that are still helping you as you're getting older, as you're getting more into business?
1: Yeah, so yes, definitely. I think um taekwondo specifically, um, I think it's formed I push anyone with like kids or anyone in their teens to go and try taekwondo, especially ITF taekwondo. Um, you've got tenets in there like courtesy, integrity, perseverance, self-control, indomitable spirit. You just reel them off because that's in my head, like, um, and that's formed so much of um, my mindset. If 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 people judge that mindset to be a good one, then that's a lot um, of of kind of the taekwondo coming through. You know, a sense of being like taekwondo. So integrity is a huge one. So like being honest to yourself about how you're thinking and being honest with other people, that's amazing. Like, you can draw so much of that into business. Um, I guess I'd link it into my other activities as well because um, you know that um, Social Animal book that we both read? Yes. So uh, It's called The Social Animal. I can't remember. It was by David Brooks. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and in that book, he talks about um, where creativity comes from, doesn't he? And he says that creativity is when um, like one paradigm collides with another. I, I can't, I'm not quite sure if that's it, but he says like, if you can draw something from one area, um, so I've got a great example. You can draw one one thing from one area and then connect it with another one and join them together. Then you've got something truly creative and innovative. So in repairly, um, we uh, were thinking about how we transport our tech around the city, right? Um, and in taekwondo. Um, you, we, uh, in ITS Tech one, like, you never let your belt touch the floor, it's just like basic respect um, and you do things like never facing a teacher as well. But, so this particular one's interesting, you never let your belt touch the floor, so um, even when you're untying it or putting it on, never chuck it on the floor. So um, then, uh, we have a discussion apparently about how we transport the tech around. Um, and I've kind of combined that there to just come up with the idea to the team when we formed it together that um, actually you should never have the tech very close to the floor. What does that say about kind of your respect for it? So we always carry it in a, in a satchel and we keep it close to us because we care that we really care about um, giving our customers the best service and making sure they trust us. So it's like, so it's taking things that are outside of business and, and then connecting them with business and jamming them together. And hopefully, that's an all right example of where I can do that and certainly I draw all sorts of stuff now from improv comedy um, you know about listening and and, and being kind of as present as possible and listening to the person I'm speaking to and it helps me in all sorts of ways in business that I could go into as well but yeah
0: That was Fraser Williams from my first ever episode of Getting Ahead sticking with the theme of sport let's do the opposite and go to the last or most recent episode with Jeff Thomas he's now established in a business but still really sees the overlap between sport and business. Here's what he's got to say. Let's talk about sport then. You are surrounded by it quite a lot. Even some of your customers are are some big names in in the sporting industry. What's the overlap that you see when you see people, whether they're transitioning from sport to business, or even just high-level athletes? What are the attributes they have that really make them stand out as individuals and as really good businessmen?
2: Yeah, I, I, I totally yeah I'm totally support that view. I think that uh, you know top sports people de- generally are extremely determined to achieve their goals. Um, <clears throat> you know, life's not easy. You, you you have a lot of setbacks along the way. You have to um, you 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 have to work extremely hard at developing a number of threads. So it's, you know, it's about in sport, it can often be about developing stamina, developing muscle, developing psychology, sports psychology angles, it's about learning best technique, it's about working every day to to get better. And to me, that determination, that focus, and that drive, and the ability to deal with setbacks, is what's fundamental to success in business for business as well. It's it's really no different. And um, if I helped my my own daughters in, in any way, and when I occasionally get asked for a view on something from others in my family who've been successful in sport, um, you know, it's it's about application. It's about hard work and you know, being determined to continue and strive towards success because it will eventually come, in my opinion, if you try hard enough, you generally tend to succeed.
0: I like how you say that really the overlap is completely there in, in how you want to succeed in sport and how to succeed in business. But what concerns me is that it's easy to pinpoint why top athletes are succeeding or, or what you need to do to succeed as a top athlete but it's not always so obvious for what you need to do in business but if the overlap is pretty similar say for example with sport athletes know that if they want to get fitter they need to train more they need to go to the gym more go for more runs do you feel like people don't have the same point of view when they look at business so identifying where they need to improve and then almost laying out a plan of the steps they need to take to get there really is it is it not exactly the same you need to decide what to improve and then work to improve it
2: I think what you find is that the harder that you work and the harder that you focus in business, the opportunity for success realizes itself so very often you know when I set up the company that I'm in at the moment and we at the very beginning we were thinking that we would Focus a lot on direct marketing opportunities. So, in other words, a lot of telesales. So, we'd be like a contracted telesales. We 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 could do a little bit of digital. And once we started getting going, we realised that direct marketing was, um, you know, becoming increasingly less effective. Digital was the way forward, and um, we started. Uh, you know, really looking at things like SEO, social media, and focus a lot more on content and um, building, uh, you know, interest in whatever brand we were associated with at that point in time. Um, So, in other words, what I'm saying is you have to sort of reinvent yourself quite quickly. And to me, that's a bit like sport. You have to every step that you go further along towards a higher level of performance you have to introduce something else in it usually to continue that upward spiral towards whatever ultimate goal you've got and so i think the harder that you try and the more you focus and analyze on improving performance in business what tends to happen is the unexpected something comes along so if you're um You know, if you're uh, at the moment um, at Price VSI, we have got a very, very good booking system so that sports and leisure organizations can, like a cricket club for instance, can run courses and people can book online and pay online. It takes all the pain out of um, taking orders over the phone or the internet and collecting the money etc but what will happen is because we're doing that at some point in time little mini verticals will come along so for instance it might be that someone who's interested in camping glamping or whatever it is you know you might find or caravan and you might find that and we've already got one of those uh, a caravan uh, site who wants to progress its business and take bookings online will utilize the software and then you're able to if you like keep mutating and developing more new business opportunities off your core business and that's exactly what happened in my IT company you know we we begin by just trying to win customers but oh what tends to happen is you become more specialized more skilled more accomplished in specific areas and then that's that Let expertise in that area would lead to somebody saying, well, if you're doing that, can you help us with this? And bit by bit, you get into bigger and bigger companies, more specialised. And the customers kind of drive the agenda a little bit. So you have to be out there. You have to stick your chin out. It's not a case of, you know, you go to university and you've got to come out there with the best brilliant idea that there ever was. I think your life experience, your work experience, is going to throw up ideas that's going to help you come up with your business in the future. And you might have multiple businesses over time, like I've I've had, and maybe there might be a few more before the end of my business days.
0: There we had Uprise VSI co-founder Jeff Thomas talking about the overlap between sport and business. Let's go away from sport and let's go to the topic of university. It was a topic that was discussed by many of my guests, mainly because they were either still university students or recent graduates. First, let's go to Manny Sethi, recent University of Manchester graduate. And I asked him about how valuable university was for him. So you started it whilst at university. You've now just graduated, finished your final year at the University of Manchester doing a management marketing degree. How relevant have you found the actual degree to helping you starting the business?
3: Oh, yeah. Um, just from from marketing background, it, it was really helpful for me to, um, in, in a sense, to, you know, how do I say, build rapport and trust with the, the charities as, you know, having that communication and building the brand of impact through, through our website, to our promotion and having campaigns for different seasons of the year. So, you know, that kind of really um that marketing background and everything I've studied through university kind of facilitated the um, execution of all the marketing campaigns we've done through Impact.
0: A lot of people view university as a purely academic thing, showing up and working towards getting a degree. But whilst you're there yeah. and actually wanting to do something extra, like starting a business, how supportive have you found the university has been in supporting that?
3: Just besides studying itself, um, the university's got the, you know, Manchester Enterprise Center. Um, there are lots of mentors around the university that could, that could help you, um, to, you know, succeed and bring your ideas to life. Um, also with societies within the university, Manchester Entrepreneurs has played a huge role in, in supporting startups around Manchester. Um, we've also also collaborated with uh, you guys in, um, Lancaster with the Lancaster Entrepreneurs. So building the networks and everything through university was was you know played a huge role in, in helping us succeed
0: what's been the biggest challenge for you whilst being a university student and trying to start a business is it when you get to exam time just not having any free time to actually work on impact or are there other stresses yeah. that you found prohibited your um, involvement in impact that maybe you didn't foresee
3: yeah I'm um, definitely the you know there's there's so many times where i couldn't devote as much hours as i want to impact because of studies and because of deadlines so there'll be times through our social media channels where it would just be dead for a week or so which is something that really you know had a major impact on our um you know engagement with our customers and our charities so that's that was a major challenge just to keep up uh keep tweeting every day about um, you know, impact and you know, what's going on around in our, in our company and the charities and what they're up to. So, um, you know, that was quite hard to manage, but it, it's inept, inevitable. It has to be, you know, you've got to manage your time, especially being university students. Um, another challenge that, that we faced was sourcing uh, suppliers for the cases. Um, we decided to do this through Alibaba.com. So we went through, um, it's like an online marketplace for, um, uh, business and you know you can source supplies. So there's so many supplies to choose from, and you know there's so many other requirements like a minimum order quantity, and you know how do we prototype? How do we know that you know what the suppliers are saying on the other side of the world um, is true? So there are lots of Skype conversations, lots of meetings um, through Skype to to make sure we get a good quality product because at the end of the day, you know um, the customers don't are you know customers are unforgiving they want when you want to release a product it's it's imperative that you you have the product you know bang on correct on the first time like there could be no um faults so that was something that you know we had to really keep in mind and it was a challenge because of time difference and because of the language barrier we faced
0: from a recent university graduate to a university student currently. I caught up with Callum Coles, my youngest guest from the nine episodes, at just 19 years old. And once again, I ask him about the value of university for him, this time with it being computer science, whilst he's in a tech startup. How important is the academic side of university for you?
4: Um, I, it's, that's quite a hard question, really. I feel like it does sort of go a long way in building up your sort of your reasoning and everything like that so i feel like having now done a year of university i'd be much better informed to make decisions than i would have been before starting uh i i don't necessarily feel that it directly would help like the academic side would help me in business but i do feel that uh all the all the contacts that i'm building up through the the business prospects that the university offers and that sort of thing is is massively beneficial
0: Now, it only takes a quick look at your Facebook profile to realise that you've still got a pretty good social life going on while at university. You're doing the academic side, you're doing your business, and you've got a good social life. How is it that you're trying to fit it all in?
4: Uh, I I feel that the best way I manage to get everything in is not wasting any time. Um, So, things like writing emails on the bus, on my phone, and uh, just ensuring that I plan my time well is basically what it helps me helps me get the most out of it so normally rather than trying to study for four hours solid I'll break it up I'll do a few hours of study a few hours of business and then by doing it that way I can switch between each things and help maintain maintain a good uh, concentration level Um, obviously I do have to lose a bit of sleep here and there but uh, other than that it's it's not too difficult.
0: Now I very nearly went to Bath University, chose to go to Lancaster instead. But just out of interest, for my curiosity, what is the business culture like at Bath? Is it stronger than lots of people?
4: Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's pretty good. If you want to want to be a part of it, um, I have signed up to some of the different business competitions I did there. Their business plan competition, and the winner of that gets sent to San Francisco. It was a uh, fourth year that won it this year, but uh, I can uh, I'll keep applying every year and see what I can do. But um, yeah, I, f- I feel like it certainly is quite strong there. Uh, unfortunately, what I noticed is it does seem to be mainly people that are studying business, uh, which is a bit of a shame, as I feel there is p- probably a lot of talent elsewhere um, that would that would be good at business, and maybe it isn't pushed enough through those other channels. It was only because I actively looked for it, uh, but it's it's certain the support is certainly there if you need it.
0: What do you think needs to be done to promote business within the other? sectors or degrees as you say within tech or even humanities and and the art subjects what needs to be done to bring the inspiration into those people
4: I really only think you'd need I don't know a motiv- motivational speaker or even just a speaker from the business faculty to go into each other faculty and and speak speak to them as a group and just say that yes we're running these competitions and they're not just aimed at business students anyone can do them I think that really is really all it would take because I know even in computer science there are so many people that are really interested in business but they just didn't even realize these other competitions existed even though they are plastered over facebook people just don't notice them
0: how many other students have you come across that have the drive to want to start their own business and then see it through or is it the stereotypical that students are just too lazy do people have the idea but then just not have the effort to put the work in around the academic side or they just like to go out too much or are people that you're meeting, they're working hard on all the different aims? I
4: feel mostly the people at my university anyway are very, very academic focused. Um, obviously, it's a, it's a, a good uni as, um, as Lancaster also is. And I don't know if it's the same there, but I feel people are very, very academic focused rather than wanting to pursue business at this time. Lots of them have ideas for the future that I'm sure they'll work hard on when they finish university. But I don't see many people wanting to do both. Uh, and even in the business competition that I've entered, it is all the final years that are, that are going into it and none of the early years.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that. And I think, see if you agree as well, that I think a lot of people want to focus on the academic side almost because of the increase in tuition fees. People feel like it's too much of a risk nowadays to focus on something outside of the academic. They want to get the good grade, because they're paying more money to go to university um so is that something that you would agree with but also do you feel like doing extra things in business can actually help you in your academic side because it's building that strong work ethic
4: yeah i think so i mean like i like i mentioned splitting it into sort of time zones and going between two different subjects is quite a nice way to get some sort of balance but uh i definitely agree that the tuition fees is, is driving people to want to work harder in their degrees uh the amount of times that People have talked about not going to a lecture and then someone else will come in and say, oh, you paid nine grand for it. It's, it's quite funny.
0: Moving on from a current university computer science student in Calm Coles, I want to go back and play a clip from Richard Milnes, a previous computer science student. Richard actually left university whilst doing his degree to pursue his tech startup. And here's what he thinks looking back at his time whilst at university. Going back to university, you were at Lancaster University, same as me, an excellent university if I might say so. Fantastic, top notch. Studying computer science, how valuable did you find that for you and your position now or was it more just a case of, okay, university seems like the next step at the time, but once you were there, you kind of just grew out of it?
5: Yeah, it definitely seemed like a good idea at the time. I got a hell of a lot out of the experience um, mainly in terms of social social growth, uh, meeting a lot of interesting people. Uh, it was a very enjoyable time there. I didn't get as much from the course as perhaps I could have done. That was probably to do with the fact I only went to about 11 lectures in my second year and tried to rock up to the exams having started revising the day before. And I think I probably didn't get as much out of university experience as possible. The challenge was I was running the, the company at the time and uh, it didn't always sit well with the university. Uh, certainly one time in first year, ended up with a bit of problems with uh, my computer, ended up going to ISS, which is the um, in- internal IT provider, and uh, when I found out I was running a business, by the end of the hour, I'd already been taken up to the dean and I was called into the office and basically told I need to stop running my business out of my room, otherwise I could be kicked out of university which was a bit of a shock when I was kind of first year just writing some software. Um, So I started to disengage a little bit with university at that point. However, sort of kept going for business, kept going university best I could until it just got to a point where it made absolutely no sense to continue studying to get a computer science job when I was already doing a computer science job in, in bespoke engineering.
0: I will add on here that when doing research on your background, I noticed on your LinkedIn that you have got your first year grade as a first but you haven't put your second year grade on there maybe maybe that's a little bit of an insight into why
5: yeah that's definitely a little bit of insight I think first year I did I didn't go to many lectures either but I picked a lot of the content I just picked up anyway so I, I revised a couple of days before the exams did absolutely fine I tried to do it in the second year and I realized just the sheer scale of content that had been covered that year was a little bit unbelievable. So it was a little bit daunting. There was a point the night before my networking exam where it was, I think it's about midnight at this point, and I realised I was only halfway through reading the lecture notes. That's how much content
0: there was. Do you think universities do a good enough job for supporting startups, or do you think it's almost hindered trying to start a business whilst at university?
5: I wouldn't say it was hindered. For any business to work, you need to be surrounded by extremely smart people. And, and naturally, at universities, you're surrounded by extremely smart people. I mean, universities are trying a lot to improve their, their work with students. But I think for me personally, I find the work is around giving people access to resources and sort of inspiring people, which is absolutely great. I'd love to see more inclusive uh, ways of bringing entrepreneurship into the degree itself you should be able to, you know, run your own business as part of your degree. It should be, you know, potentially better ways to cross over or two.
0: The final clip I want to bring you in this episode comes from Ollie Monks. I met Ollie whilst at university, and it was pretty clear from day one that university wasn't his top priority at that time. I'll let you listen back to see what he thinks about university. And whilst he's now out of university, if his mind has changed at all about its value and its purpose for students. Let's go back to university where we met. Please take me back,
6: Adam. Take me back.
0: <laughs> if I remember correctly, <laughs> one of your lecturers described your degree classification as the laziest two-one in history. And from what I remember, maybe it's quite safe to say that your heart wasn't really in your degree and maybe not even in the place of university. But at the same time, university, I believe, is where you met Zach, your co-founder. You were heavily involved in Enactus and even now you're an entrepreneur-in-residence back at Lancaster University. What do you think of university?
6: Uh-huh. Good question. That was, that was my uh, favorite tutor, Ed McKeever. He, he said those words. Um, probably deservingly so. Um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, um, I've, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. because It's been, it's been um, I think, you know, just a week shy of a year since I've graduated about what I've been doing since, and actually, what university has been like for me, and um, you know, I guess when you say I'm not a fan of a university, I get, what I particularly mean probably is the is the kind of classic academia you know, root of of the degree and everything that that involved. Um, I think I probably put that, you know, continually at the bottom of my list of priorities for the whole four years, and somehow managed to get that two one. I don't know. I feel quite sheepish about it when you speak to other people. Who, Put a huge amount of effort into it. Um, but at the same time, I, I do really, really love university for, for the opportunity that it has. Uh, um, I think there are a lot of uh, things that need to be improved about university and, and I think a lot of people who ask me now, if, um, I wouldn't actually advocate it for a lot of people. Uh, um, I think you've got to be really sure about wanting to go to university and, there's, and if you're not sure about uni- going to university then there are a lot better routes whether it's going straight into into work or whether it's an apprenticeship or whether it's something else at you know, a college. I think I'd advocate that a lot more than I would university because I think for 80, 89% of people, I think university is a bit of a waste of time. Um, I don't think, you know, yeah, they'll get value out of it, but, you know, over that's over three, and four, three or four years. Could you have not got that elsewhere? I don't know. And, and I think people need to be more sure of, of why it is that they're going. There's a kind of, it's a reason, I can't believe I'm hating myself for for saying this, but there's a a Steve Jobs quote, which I keep thinking about, which is, I think you always said something about, um, you can only connect the dots looking back, and you start seeing the role that different things have happened, you know, and for me, I was thinking about the role of university looking back, you know, does that actually make any sort of sense? What does that mean for, for myself in the present and the future? You know, I am. Um, I look back and I think, wow, there's a lot of unbelievable things I've managed to do at university. I was you're right, you to say I've done it in actus, I did you know, met my co-founder, got involved in another you know, venture with yourself, met you. Um, you know, I've been been travelling to India um a couple of times to the university, been to Brunei through the university, you know, I've I've had a lot, lot of opportunity there. So um I would not speak very highly at all about, you know, all the ridiculous group work projects that we were made to sit through um, you know, or, or some particular modules or lecturers which I just don't really think ever, ever, you know, really going to ever add any value to what you do as soon as you, you know, as soon as you graduate but, you know, the actual landscape of people that you can meet, the network, I mean, I've got a good network in Lancaster but also through Enactus, um, you know, most universities in the UK now know someone who's there or who's an alumni of there and and that's a really great thing to have. So I'm, I'm, I'm a huge supporter of it. Um, and it's really nice to stay in touch with it from a different angle, as you say, by being an entrepreneur in residence.
0: That was Getting Ahead with me, Adam Stewart. If you want to listen to previous episodes, you can find them on my website, adamianstewart.com, or on my iTunes feed. Make sure you subscribe.
2: New shows coming out bi-weekly.